as we unpack the fintech space, one would always say that you either disrupt or be disrupted. So it's about time to perhaps ensure that this space is not just observed, but made even better. How do we do that when the SME space is one that not just South Africa needs to improve on, but certainly the rest of Africa? The business was founded in beginning of 2013 and really with the premise of providing working capital to entrepreneurs in South Africa. So Founders Factory Africa is a venture development company. We're building and scaling 140 businesses across Africa in the next five years. There were four of us that founded the business 21 years ago, 1998. When we walked out of our existing employer, we had no customers, no money, no tech, and even no offices. But we had a belief that uh, there was a need in the industry for what we call a PSP or a payment service provider, which is what we are. So the business was founded, we say, by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Myself and my co-founders had been entrepreneurs uh, previously, and we had figured that the biggest impediment to growth was easy access to working capital. We focus in sectors that are uh, developing solutions for the African consumers that are in need for African consumers and users. So financial access and financial services or fintech, health, education, retail, uh, as well as agriculture and potentially telco as well, telecommunication. Yeah, and I mean, that's possibly a huge one considering the buzzword nowadays seems to be the fourth industrial revolution. Have you found that that is a key focal area for people, not just starting out, but really just trying to get into uh, intra-African trade or intra-trade locally as well? Look, I think technology is absolutely vital and it's vital because that is how you get businesses to scale, right? Tech enabled solutions, not necessarily tech focused, enables startups and businesses to get to that market expansion, geographical expansion, and to get to the wider users and build, build their business and grow their business that way. I think it's a very topical thing at the moment yeah. is how can big incumbents actually collaborate with fintechs who are good at doing something that the banks typically can't do. And that really has been the, the philosophy and I think why the partnership has worked so well with Standard Bank is we are very acutely aware of what we both are good at doing. Yeah. And what has actually happened is that one plus one has equaled three. And the, bene the benefactor of that relationship is the SME. It's the end client because it just means that they're getting served better product quicker, easier, and simpler at a better price. The trends that we're definitely seeing is customers want ease of use. They want less friction. The moment you introduce friction into the customer's hands, if he goes to a till and he must fumble with his phone and look for a code and scan this and tap this, they're not interested. Customers want to be able to get to a till, ring their goods up, either tap and go or pay as seamlessly as possible. Also what they want is they want to make sure there's ubiquity. So whatever payment tender type they have in their hands, they must be able to use it at any retailer, any store, any service industry in this country. They never ever want the payment to be a problem. In fact, I have a saying, it goes something like this, that the payment is the silent hero of the transaction. What are you 
hoping for from here on in, mm. not just for, for your business, but the, the ones you also help and service as well. So as a business, you know, we are hoping that we can carry on on this vein that we have found, right? So really, how do we service these entrepreneurs? And it's quite simple, really. The more SMEs that we can provide funding for, the more economic activity can be created in the country. Yeah. That should, you know, indirectly or directly solve the systemic issues of unemployment, job creation, crime, education, etc. So I think that is a, a macro story. Um, on a micro level, you know, within our business and, and me personally, is we think we're actually making a difference. You know, we, we're enabling entrepreneurs with access to a product which they couldn't typically access before. And a big drive that I'm currently do, trying to, to instill um, with my friends, family, team members, etc., is to yeah. try and change the narrative of South African entrepreneurs and try to take away the doom and gloom sentiment and try and change that to one of optimism yeah. and the ability to look at the glass half full, even though there is chaos and carnage going on. I think for us, it is definitely creating a scaled pipeline of startups across Africa that are solving the, the needs of the African consumers. How you get there is by working with corporates. So moving away from the siloed understanding that you know a bank can't work with a telco or uh, a, 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 that the startup and a, and a corporate competes, uh, working together, equally bringing in more investors into onto the African continent. You know, I find uh, the statistic mind-boggling that um, last year the U.S. startups, in terms of venture capital that they received, um, was 62 times more than the African startups. Right. So to me, there's a lot more work and a lot of opportunities that is here. So um, creating that that pool of, of uh, scaled businesses will enable investors to come and invest in that pipeline. So I think working with corporates, um, working with investors and changing the perception of what it means uh, to be an entrepreneur in Africa and what it means uh, to reach that growth and reach that trajectory so that hopefully uh, in the next eight years, we can see a, a real unicorn across Africa. WEF Africa 2019, brought to you by Standard Bank 702 and Cape Talk. More at ewn.co.za.